What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Links View podcast. Coming with you with another course review where we talk about Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club in Southern Pines, North Carolina. I'm Trent here with my buddy Eric, and uh, Eric's going to get us going talking a little bit about Pine Needles. Yeah, so um, as you said, Pine Needles Lodge and Golf Club here, it got an 8.9, which is a, our second, second highest, highest. Yep. to date, um, just short of Mid Pines, which we talked about last time. Yep. So. Um, great golf course. It um, is a Donald Ross design, 1927. Uh, but again, Kyle France came in and, and sort of redid all of the, the Southern Pines trio. He's working on Southern Pines um, right now. Um, but he did this one in 2007. Yep. Um, and the price ranges from 95 to 245. So it gets a little, a little steep. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, we had some highlight holes at 3, 4, 13, and 16. Um, and then we've been kind of messing around with this post-round pint idea, and, yep. and Dugan's Pub is Dugan's. a definite is a definite I must. Had a great night at Dugan's. You, you did. Wish I remembered it. Yeah, you you did. Um, <laughs> um, so let's get into it, man. Yeah, it's a it's a great course, and and to talk about the price a little bit too, kind of before we jump, um, we did the replay rate, which if you get there early enough in the day, I think it's totally worth it. I think we paid two fifty. Yeah, and it was all you. We got two tee times, so kind of all you could play. Yeah. Um. So we went off around like ten, and then played in the afternoon. So that was definitely worth it. I'm glad we played it a second time, because it's definitely one of those courses down there that is extremely playable and it's extremely fun, and also some of the nicest conditions you'll probably play. Yeah. Um. So that was a great kind of breakdown for us. I think they only do that deal, kind of during the the peak season. Um, I don't think you can do it, you know, before you know April. Um, but definitely was was great. But yeah, I, I definitely it. I definitely ask about it either yeah. way. Like just you know if it's available, yeah. um, ask about it because it did. It, I think it made the whole a, a big difference in yeah. in our day. Yeah, the the clubhouse is great. It's a massive clubhouse, and you know with the lodge as well attached to it. Um, a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. Um, has you know held a couple you know LPGA um, U.S. Opens, which coincidentally I watched after we got back. Christy Kerr won in two thousand and seven. I think it was yeah. And, um, you know, it's a great, you know, attraction for the LPGA Tour. And um, I know they're going back there next year. Yep. Yeah, which will be which will be awesome. So maybe we'll, you know, COVID, you know, Baron will be able to go down maybe and go watch a little bit. But it's a it's a great track. We had a lot of fun. Um, you know, for mid handicappers, I think it's extremely playable, um, especially playing, you know, the, the shorter tees. Um, a couple beasts of holes, but, you know, extremely fun to, to kind of get out. Um, Clubhouse was great. Um, like I said, a lot of history. The restaurant, which is in there, um, which we had at had lunch at, was great, and um, a great pro shop. Um, a lot of fun, great staff, a lot of great apparel. Um, they're big Peter Millar guys there, so it was. Here uh, you go with the apparel again, dude. This I'm just is going to be dude. a theme throughout. <laughs> I have a feeling. It is Trent's probably. like a kid in a candy shop every time he sees a, a golf shirt. I just like, appreciate a good selection. I'll say that they and did. They had a good. They selection. had a fantastic yeah. selection, and they get you because they just have you know. All four seasons, and even though you're down there in North Carolina, you know where it doesn't get too terribly cold, they know the Midwest. We were there for like, we walked in the pro shop for like two minutes. You come up and you're like, dude, the vest, the vest, the vest selection there was fantastic, <laughs> and it's a great logo too, man. They got good stuff down there. Well, but, so let's talk about the the rest of the lodge a little bit because yeah. you're I I don't think you undersold it, but it is massive. Oh, it's, it's huge. Yeah, and there is the the huge like dining hall yeah and it's like you said it's it's old i mean we're talking 1927 i don't know when the actual lodge was built but yeah. there's some rooms that were like 
secret rooms. It's like yeah, I wish. Usually they let you kind of walk around, but with COVID, we really couldn't go into like the game room and yeah. some of those other areas that are really popular for players. Yeah, um, locker room and stuff was great. You know, you kind of feel the history when you're in there. But hopefully next time we go down. There's a cool bar and, yeah. with a, um, a balcony that overlooks the practice facilities, yeah. which we definitely need to talk about yeah. too, um, because it it's like sits on top of the massive practice green. Yeah. Um, where uh, I think David Orr is the guy. Uh, He's yeah. like the putting guru. Yeah. Um, which there's all this. I was videos. I was referred to because <laughs> I'm the worst putter on the face of the earth. So. They're like, uh, uh, hey, man, you should check out David Orr. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe you'll stop three-putting every <laughs> hole. But um, so that's they, – they have a lot there. They have true spec. They have a full true spec like barn. barn yeah. um, they just put in – They it wasn't there. It was under construction when we were there. But uh, apparently it's done now is the this loop they have, which is like four practice holes, holes that yeah. goes around the practice facility. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole, it's the whole nine yards. I mean, where Mid Pines was sort of – I guess modest in that way, yeah. and when it wasn't, um, you know, in your face like we're we're the nicest course on earth kind yeah. of thing. Pine Needles is very much like we're a serious Love place. It, yeah. You're you're at a golf, you're at a golf haven here, and yeah. and we want you to know that. Yeah, the the clubhouse is really cool, and then like you said, with the restaurant kind of out, you know, overlooking because one tee kind of sits over to the left, and then the putting green, and then the range is really cool as well. They have kind of the the big overhang for the mats obviously probably when it's raining or you know it's a little bit early in the season and then they have the big open you know grass tees area where you can you can practice before the round but the putting green was really cool i yeah. really enjoyed it um you'll probably not you'll probably won't find a better practice putting green in the area um different looks different lengths of putts they had like 30 cups out there so you're able to get yeah, a lot of guys great. on there working and getting ready for the round but um it's it's a really cool kind of area before you even get out um, onto the course. Um, something we got to talk about too before we get to the course, and this is going to take a few minutes. But talking about the starter, we have to talk about him oh, because man. this is a little bit of an elaborate story. Um, so obviously, Donald Ross course, as a lot of courses down there are, um, and we're on one tee, getting ready to tee off, and the starter drives up, and we didn't even get his name. I don't think we even knew his name. I don't know if he was real. Yeah, we to have be a, honest. We have a conspiracy that he's a ghost, and we'll talk about that. But he comes up and, you know, typical starter talk, where are you guys from, you know, how long are you here, where are you playing, all that stuff. So great small talk. Last thing he says before, you know, he drives away is, you know, good luck, you know, hope you figure out, you know, those raw screens, you know, best of luck to you. So it kind of sets the tone that we're going to get beat up a little bit. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. The all, uh, whether or not he actually did that is all up for debate. Exactly. Yeah. So he drives off into the, into the mist, and uh, we don't see him the rest of the day. So I'm going to... F- jump to the the following day because we're going over um to play over at pinehurst and we're at the track which we'll talk about at some point and having breakfast which is a must and we walk in and that same dude is just sitting in the corner of the restaurant Mm -hmm. allegedly allegedly yeah literally just sitting there and we like immediately recognize him and we already had talked about the day before you know, how we didn't even think he was real. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a figment of our imagination. But um, he came up and asked us, you know, did you figure out those Ross Greens yet? And then he was gone. And then he just left. Yep. And it was just like the most, like, crazy experience ever. But anyway, now that that's out of, you know, out of the... No, uh, that like, was, it was the the ghost of, what we say, the ghost of Sam Snead. Yeah, it was, walking. dude. He, <laughs> he was, was like, some Some ancient golfer that, like... I from years past, the, the the Ross Greens are just haunted him to this day. I think we could go down there and 
sit there for like three days. I don't know if we'd ever see him again. No. Uh, I don't think – I think that was just the most wild scenario ever. But yeah. long story short, he was right. I mean, th- when you're talking about the course, I mean, it's it's not tight. You know, it's some holes are tight, but you don't feel overwhelmed off the tee. You don't feel overwhelmed on the par fives. You don't feel like you're playing, you know, a, a long, you know, super long hole. But the greens are just some of the toughest you'll play. I mean, the mm-hmm. amount of three putts and four putts we had out there probably was just sickening if we went back and – and watched it on film, but um, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It makes for some difficult par threes, I would say. Yeah. Um, it's the their like iconic hole is number three. Three. Yep. Um, that short. I mean, I had a wedge in my hand, and um, it's not long, but it is a downward, uh, huge downward sloping uh, green. Yep. That you're firing into, and I ended up in the back bunker. Yep. With a downhill. Uh, green in front of me and i mean i think i made a six the first time around i struggled the first time around um, i mean like that course ate me alive yeah. that first that first round but then coming back around we'll, feel, we'll get to yeah. you you feel like you kind of get your bearings a little yeah. bit it's not as intimidating yeah the first the first 18 i that's a course you just kind of kind of you just kind of got to take like you know don't take lightly but you know just kind of play you know within yourself not try to get too crazy that was kind of my mindset when out there. I played pretty well the first 18 yeah. that we played, um, and I just hit a lot of comfortable shots, you mm-hmm. know, laid up, you know, hit to the center of the green, you know, don't try to go at a lot of pins because, you know, whether you're two feet off the green in the rough and have an impossible chip into a downslope, or, you know, if you try to go out the stick and, you know, get above the hole and you got a five-foot slippery, you know, fast as hell, you know, you know, birdie or par putt. So just playing at the center of the green and, and being confident that you're going to be able to get it close and, and two putt, you know, you can get around there extremely easy. Yeah. I think the par fives were extremely scorable. Um, the par threes are difficult, and I think all the par threes are kind of the highlight of the course. You know, yeah. it's a different type and style of a hole, but, you know, they're extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I parred one of them on the first 18. Um, the second time around, I don't think I parred any of them. So um, they're tough, but I think the par fives are where you can make up a little bit of ground. Um you know, relatively, you know, straight and not super long. And if you can get, you know, in a good spot in two shots, you're going to be, you know, just fine. But, yeah, man, those uh, <clears throat> mid-pines and pine needles, you know, those greens are just a different You can tell beast. that pine needles kind of getting out there, you can tell it's it's hosted some serious tournaments golf, over the yeah. years. It's a well-manicured golf course from a conditioning perspective. Um, it's, it's a tournament course for sure sure. it's um it's you can tell that it was set up for that sort of thing yeah you you get what i'm saying a little bit it's like it's like they this the style of holes the the conditioning you're like this is this is the real deal yeah i would really really like to go out there for the women's u.s open i think that'd be a lot of fun to watch i'm also interested just to see how they manicure the course i mean the rough you know was I mean, I think it was fair, um, but I think if you grew that stuff out a little bit, that would become an extremely, extremely difficult yeah. course. One thing I will say, the pin locations were extremely difficult the day we were out there. Um, they were. You know, it was a lot of, you know, approach shots into, you know, a lower, you know, front of the green pin location. And as you know, with Ross, you know, a lot of false fronts. Um, so it was difficult to hold some of those, you know, some of those holes. Um, I don't know if we just got out there on, you know, location three day and that's just where they beat you up. But it was, but I would really like to go out there and watch, like you said, a tournament because I think it'd be a really, really fun course to watch. You know, the professionals play on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Can we talk about me going uh, nuclear on the? You did, dude. That was one second. of the better rounds of, and we have a funny story about this, so I'll tell it. Um, he's playing probably one of the better rounds I've ever seen you play. 
And I think 16. It was electric. Oh, yeah, you were playing great. You were, like, even on the back. I was like, holy, you're about to yeah. shoot 75. Yeah, I was about to send in my uh, application to the tour. Yeah, exactly. You were killing it. And I think it's 16. Don't quote me, but the last par three, That's I think it's 16. Um, and you you get up there, and, like, it, it just hit you that you were playing well. Like, you ever get around, and you're like, oh, shit, I, I pieced together four or five pars in a row. Like, here we go. And I can you, see you're putting the blame on me. Like, no, I can see where this is going. No, I mean, I, I, I'll I, take the blame. That's fine. But it hit you that you were, like, a couple holes away from probably careering, playing really well. And you're just pacing on the tee box. I mean, we're waiting for the green to clear, and you're just back and forth. And our other buddy, Derek, who was with us, he goes, looks at me and goes, dude, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? And I made a comment that I probably shouldn't have said because I probably jinxed you, and I, I will eat that. But I go, he's just trying to avoid the catastrophic triple bogey. And Would then, you like to tell them what I uh, scored and on? Then he made a six on yeah. the part three. Dude, really nice. That was one of your better moments. Dude, really honestly, that. I feel bad about that. But at the same time, you got in your head a little bit. You were like, okay, this yeah. is this is going off. But you played great. And it's that's what's great about Pine Needles, in my opinion, is if you're an amateur and you can get off the tee and, and, and be within yourself, you can score out there. Like yep. you can play extremely That's what well. I was going to say. If, if you're on, if you want to like really see how good you're at, cause it'll beat you up if you're not on, yeah. but if you are on, there's some gettable holes you can score and you can have a good time. And I think that's a big, you know, comparison between mid pines and pine needles is if I was at mid pines and I wanted to play, if I wanted to shoot 80 at mid pines, I'd have to play the best golf I was playing, you mm-hmm. know, ever. At Pine Needles, you know, I feel like you can get away with a little bit more. And the greens are difficult and, you know, all that stuff. But I felt like, you know, for amateurs, you can play a really good game out there, even making a few mistakes. And I think that's what made it so appealing to us. Because we finished that day and we were like, dude, how does it get any better than that? Yeah. It was just a great, great track. Yeah, it is. It is. And in comparison, so we we did Tobacco Road a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll hear about Tobacco Road on a different podcast. But um, the contrast between the two where yeah. it was like this is like pine needles is this is like serious golf world here. class golf this is yeah. yeah you're at you're at like i said a golf a golf center here yeah um where tobacco road was kind of letting you go go play around in the in the playground a yeah, little the wild bit. west yeah it's um it's a lot it's a lot different but i enjoyed it a ton like yeah. you said because you know not only is it kind of a a mecca of golf but and it's a great you know facility but you know, I feel like for players like us that just love that, love the game, love to play, and just have you know a good couple hours out there, you can play, you can play well. Yeah, it's, it's scorable. So I guess kind of wrapping up, putting a bow on this one. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we gave it the second highest score we've we've given a course. So it is it is a great a great course. I would say um, if you're in the area, most people are there for Pinehurst. Yep. Um, so if you're if you're there for Pinehurst, I would squeak it in. I would try to find a way to get to Pine Needles. I'd try to find a way to at least include one of the three um, Kyle France redesigned Southern Pines trio into your trip. Yeah. I mean, it is steep. So if you're, it's like we said, it gets up to two forty five. Is it worth two forty five? I, it'd be hard for me to pay two hundred forty five bucks for in 18 but like you said if you can get on the replay rate and get 36 holes out of it for a little bit more than that i think it it would be a good place to check out if you're in the area i think um you're gonna get what you pay for there you're gonna get the best conditions you're gonna get um, some really fun holes you're gonna get the full kind of um 
carpet rolled out for you from a clubhouse, a lodge, a practice green. Might see a ghost. Never you know. might see a ghost. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I I, I think this def- this one definitely gets our stamp of approval. I I I look forward to going back again. Yeah, man, I'm excited to to play it again. And, and like we said, I think we benefited from playing it twice because we got to kind of get out there and get familiar and then go do it again. And I definitely recommend that. But yeah, we'll play it. We'll play it again. Hopefully a few more times and maybe get down there for a tournament or two. But yeah, man, it's a it's a great 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 course and, and definitely recommend it in the area. All right, guys, go awesome. launch them. Awesome. See ya.